I'm Eileen Ray McCann for Circle of Blue, and here's What's Up With Water, your need-to-know news of the world's water. In Laos, the Minister of Energy and Mines announced that substandard construction caused last week's dam collapse that flooded villages and towns. Conflicting reports from the government and aid agencies mean the true number of those missing, dead, and homeless is still unknown. Some reports say that at least two dozen died in the flood. As the state-run news agency put it, the dam did not function well after southern Laos was hit with severe rainfall, which caused waters to rise rapidly. At a news conference, the minister said the companies building the dam will not be able to deny responsibility. When the dam collapsed, more than 5 billion cubic meters of water rushed downstream, engulfing whole communities in the southern province of Atapu. The flooding also affected Cambodia. The dam was built on a tributary of the Mekong River, an important source of food and hydropower to China, Myanmar, Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam. International Rivers, a U.S.-based non-governmental organization that opposed the dam, criticized Laos officials for insufficient oversight of the dam's construction. They argued that many dams in use or being planned are not designed to withstand severe weather events. They also claimed that communities were not given enough warning to ensure their safety. Laos officials say they will check into whether the companies that built the dam had followed regulations. Hydropower, energy, and electricity generation are among the Atapu province's leading industries, and the dam that failed isn't the only one being built in the Mekong Delta. Critics say that dams have an inordinate impact on the environment and the surrounding ecosystems. In Nigeria, conflict over resources between farmers and nomadic herders has killed more people this year than attacks by the terrorist group Boko Haram. A new report by the International Crisis Group says that at least 1,500 have died since last September, 1,300 in the last six months alone. That is over six times higher than the estimated death toll from the Boko Haram rebellion, which was about 250. The farmers and the herders are wrestling for access to water and fertile pasture land in central Nigeria. Herders armed with assault rifles are terrorizing farming communities across the country. The herders are impelled by prolonged drought and changing weather patterns. As desertification robs Africa's Sahel region of fertile land, the herders desperately seek new grazing space. When they come up against farmland, the herds graze on crops, which becomes a flashpoint. As the competition for land and water increases, so does the conflict, which is growing in complexity and underpinned by ethnic, religious, and political grievances. The International Crisis Group says that increasing violence could destabilize the country in advance of general elections next year. The report acknowledges that there has been some success in addressing the crisis, but warns that the unrest could disrupt voter participation. Nigeria's police and military don't have the capacity to deal with this added challenge, which is becoming more of an organized threat as well-armed militias get involved. Last month, 11 villages were attacked in central Nigeria, and over 200 members of farming communities were killed. 
Over 300,000 are reportedly homeless, overwhelming local aid organizations already stretched by the nine-year Boko Haram rebellion. The conflict between herders and farmers is expected to hamper food production and to inflate prices as farmers face the risk of attack while working the land. In the United States, the death toll from the Flint water crisis may be much higher than the official number. That's according to an investigation by the public broadcasting program Frontline. Officially, 12 people died from waterborne Legionella bacteria when the city of Flint, Michigan, was drawing its water from the Flint River in 2014 and 2015. Frontline, however, points to 119 deaths attributed to pneumonia during that time, and says that scientists believe some of them could actually have been Legionella. If more people actually died from Legionella in the water, the 15-month delay in alerting the public about the Legionella outbreak may have cost even more lives than those the state prosecutors named in an ongoing criminal case. Over a dozen state and city officials face criminal charges for failing to notify the community about the risks of Legionella until after the outbreak was over. In court, the special prosecutor in charge of the criminal investigation raised the possibility that there were more Legionella deaths than previously reported. He presented documents showing that deaths from pneumonia in Flint rose unusually in the months after the city changed its water source. He argued that some of those deaths could be misdiagnosed cases of Legionnaire's disease linked to the water. The state of Michigan maintains that the Legionella fatalities cannot be conclusively connected to the water because of a lack of water samples and medical tests. However, Frontline asserts that several independent scientists, including those published with peer review, have determined that the water was almost certainly the source of the Legionella outbreak. Last year, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found a genetic match between the Legionella bacteria in Flint water and a sample from a Legionnaire's patient. Frontline says that there are many reasons for misdiagnosing Legionnaires as pneumonia. The main one is that the two illnesses share similar symptoms. Also, Flint doctors were unaware of the Legionella threat, so they did not test pneumonia patients for it and thus did not administer the antibiotics that might have saved their lives. Not only would the Legionnaires be undiagnosed and unaccounted for, it would continue to spread undetected. A rise in pneumonia deaths in the summer is unusual for Michigan, but waterborne bacteria thrive in warmer weather. In the summer of 2014, cases of both Legionnaires' disease and pneumonia deaths exceeded the historical average. One expert noted that a spike in pneumonia in the summer is a red flag for concerns about Legionella. In October of 2014, some Michigan health officials worried about a connection between Legionella and the water system, according to internal emails. That month, the governor's office was alerted, but the state waited nearly 15 months to notify the public. Officials say they didn't have enough information about the situation to warn people earlier. Hot and dry conditions are causing problems throughout Europe. 
This summer, the U.K. is suffering its driest start to the summer in 57 years. Across Europe, high temperatures have been accompanied by severe thunderstorms. Scandinavia has also seen hot and dry weather, with temperatures as high as 33 degrees Celsius within the Arctic Circle. Drought in Norway, Sweden, and Finland has caused wildfires, and in Sweden, grazing resources are insufficient for cattle. The Guardian reports on a new analysis which draws an unambiguous link between the extreme weather and climate change, quoting one of the world's preeminent climate change scientists. Professor Michael Mann of Penn State University says the recent conditions are the face of climate change. The recent heat wave occurred when the jet stream lost momentum. It usually moves cool Atlantic weather across the European continent, but in this unusual case, it stalled, leaving hot and dry air sitting for two months. The stalling of the Northern Hemisphere jet stream is being increasingly tied to global warming, especially to the marked changes that are heating the Arctic and melting sea ice. Professor Mann told The Guardian that asking if climate change causes specific events is misleading. The relevant question is, he says, is climate change impacting these events and making them more extreme? And, he says, we can say with great confidence that it is. And that's What's Up With Water. We'd like to share what's up where you are. Tweet us with your water news at circleblue hashtag what's up with water.